Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good morning, Oregon. It's Thursday, March 17th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from New Oregonian and Oregon Live. The woman whose company lost out on a $12 million clean energy contract following an Oregonian investigation that documented her extensive history of financial misdeeds and apparent professional fabrications is suing the city of Portland. Linda Woodley is seeking $600,000 in damages, which she says represents what she expected to make in her final working years. Woodley is 72. Her nonprofit, Diversifying Energy, lost out on a mega contract, the largest in Portland's clean energy fund history. Woodley is alleging that the city violated her due process rights, damaged her, and ultimately, quote, destroyed her career after pulling the plug on the contract. That's according to a complaint filed in U.S. District Court Wednesday. Portland officials were not aware of Woodley's history until presented with the facts by the Oregonian and Oregon Live. She spent time in prison for defrauding energy companies in the 1990s and later racked up millions of dollars in liens for unpaid federal and state taxes, including an $810,000 penalty just last year. Woodley's attorney said she owns up to her criminal financial misdeeds from more than two decades ago, but said city officials gave her inadequate time to provide evidence of her work history, asking her to respond in less than two days in some cases. Her claims about past work were, quote, fully truthful, the lawsuit says. A Washington County jury on Tuesday unanimously convicted a man of killing his mother, attempting to kill his brother, and later trying to hire a hitman from behind bars to knock off both of his siblings. Michael Stewart Ross was convicted Tuesday of second-degree murder, attempted first-degree murder, and two counts of solicitation to commit first-degree murder after the brutal slaying of his 73-year-old mother, Diane Ross. Michael shared a home in Tualatin with his mother. Ross repeatedly stabbed his mother on May 10th, 2018. The attack came after the two got into an argument about converting Michael Ross's marijuana grow room into a bedroom for his older brother's children, according to court records. Diane Ross was also upset that her son had purchased an engagement ring and planned to propose to a comedian he had been stalking according to court records. After attacking his mother, he hit his older brother in the head with an iron pipe. His older brother fought him off and escaped despite being stabbed in the head. Court records show he confessed to an inmate in Washington County Jail in October of 2018 and offered that man thirty dollars to $40,000 in Bitcoin to kill two other brothers to prevent them from testifying in the case. Ross is scheduled to be sentenced April 1st. Three of Portland's best-known chefs are finalists for the James Beard Awards. Earl Nimsom, the Portland titan behind Hot Yai, Longbon, and Eam, is the city's lone representative on the National Restaurant and Chef Award categories. Those tend to be dominated by larger cities like New York City. Two other Portland culinary hotshots are finalists for Best Chef in the Northwest. Carlo La Magna is nominated for Magna Cucina, which was the Oregonian and Oregon Live's 2021 Restaurant of the Year, and Thomas Pisha Duffley of Oma's Hideaway and Gato Gato 
is nominated for the regional honor as well. They face off against two Hawaiian chefs and a Seattle-based chef. The James Beard Awards will be held June 13th in Chicago. To learn more about Carlo La Magna, listen to our Beat Check podcast episode that aired December 13th. You can never see too many waterfalls, and Oregon is home to many monumental ones that are outside of the typical Columbia River Gorge or Silver Falls hotspots. For example, have you ever heard of the Kentucky Falls Trail? Three spectacular waterfalls are along the trail, and it's a pretty easy hike. The trailhead is found in a remote section of the Sayuslaw National Forest east of Florence accessed by a maze of winding, unsigned forest roads. Good directions and a good sense of direction are required to find it. A vehicle with four-wheel drive doesn't hurt either. About one mile from the trailhead, you'll find Upper Kentucky Falls, an 88-foot plunge that's first seen from overhead before the trail winds around a few switchbacks to its base. After another mile, you'll run into Lower Kentucky Falls, which is 117 feet, and North Fork Falls, which is 125 feet. The falls are just a few of the sites in the South Coast range. Subscribe to our Peak Northwest podcast to hear a brand new episode today focused on that area. And to read more about our beautiful state and off-the-beaten-path hikes like the Kentucky Falls Trail, go to hereisoregon.com. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to oregonlive.com slash pod support.